This time on IFAF, Idaho Falls and Frontier Center for the Performing Arts. Is that really... Is that what we're going to call the Civic? We're just going to take us a minute to wrap our head around that one. Also, I'm so confused. Which ice cream store do I go to in Swan Valley? And we fan girl and boy over Idaho's biggest fan. IFAF, Idaho Falls Weekly Informal Infotainment with Mike Nelson and Carly Morgan. So let's wake up Green Day. It's October. (laughs) It's holiday catalog season. You know that's secretly kind of a mean joke? Swiss colony beef log. Why? Uh, because he wrote that song about his dad dying and oh. how upsetting it was. Oh. And so now when people like tweet him like, hey, September's over, it's like a reminder that his dad's dead. But not everybody knows that. Right. If he would begin the song saying, my dad died, and here's a song I wrote about it, yeah. then we'd all understand that. Right. Mm. Uh, also, <laughs> did you ever get a Sears wish book? I loved those as a kid. Yeah. So- you go through and circle them in pen. Now that Amazon has completely destroyed brick and mortar stores, and even Rick and Morty stores, those two, um, they're actually publishing a thing. Wow! Amazon said it's not digital. Amazon's Holiday Dash, yeah, but I think maybe they recognize the power of paper. And look, mm-hmm. it even has stickers in it. <gasps> okay, they're totally appealing to children. Like this feels a little illegal because I know that you can't have advertising <laughs> too targeted at kids. Well, you can't. You can't. You know, target cigarette ads and yeah. alcohol ads to kids. That's true. But I, I guess think toys you can. Fine. I think you can you know target what? toy ads to I kids. I actually think that they specifically talked about that on the toys that made us. Like that, yeah. that you used to not be able to do series about toys because it was like an hour long commercial. It was about Hot Wheels. Okay. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Point is. That feels targeted at kids AF. <laughs> it sure does. And it looks like the magic of Christmas, and I can't wait to pour through it. And how dare you mention any of this before Halloween? <sighs> how dare you Things are not sequential. give the best holiday of the year at least two months? When Halloween, when there's Halloween decorations in the stores in on Labor Day weekend, if Halloween gets two months, and I agree, Halloween is a great holiday, but... Christmas is a great holiday, and it's the best holiday. It's, it's the so one stressful. It's the <laughs> you're planning too much. I'll tell you what, mm. don't plan anything this Christmas and see what happens. You know what? You're gonna be fine. It's gonna be. Do you fine. know who brings the real Christmas magic? Who? People like me. That plan? without people like me that plan, there would be no Christmas magic. I've already started my Christmas shopping, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm not saying. Okay, listen. You guy. <laughs> what? Oh, in fact, go ahead and open that box there. What is this? <laughs> oh, yay! It's a gift. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm actually so excited. It's my <laughs> personalized Barbie keychain that I love so much, actually. This is really cool. I literally, I was just thinking today I needed a keychain. That's one of those impulse purchases okay i'll get that oh this makes me so happy though Did, they spelled your name right though right <laughs> they or you uh, well i mean uh, yeah i guess they <laughs> i would produce what i in. typed in yes they did look at that a-r-l-e-y oh and it's even got sparkles i know it's like yeah you know, it actually reminds me of that um window fog stuff that i have on my windows because i live in you know i live on a single story. Mm-hmm. So, oh yes, yeah. yeah. So you have. So the, I have that because I have neighbors film. too close to me, and I don't like that. Yeah, it's a nice so sun on my film. Bedroom, I've got some sun film, and my cats love it too. Oh, they, which yeah. is nice. Well, and sometimes when the sun is hitting the window just right, um, Coco looks like a rainbow. I know, I love <laughs> that. She's a rain Coco. Carly's cat <laughs> that we showed you last week eating the churu. Mm-hmm. Cat Gokert. <laughs> okay, this is actually so sweet and special, and I love this so much. Yeah, well, Thank it's, you. it's one of those, you know, little surprise. Just, you know. It warms I've, my heart. I've told you, I make a lot of my purchasing decisions based on social media. My phone's probably oh, yeah. listening to this right now. Oh, I'm sure it is. And uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you like it. Oh, it makes me so happy. Can I, let me. Uh, yeah, you want to feel it? Let's do a surprise review on this. Okay, it's, uh, yeah, it bends, a, it's got a little bend to it. 
Which it should, because Man, it's f- going to be in a bag. The font know? and the colors are perfect. Perfect. And, Although, wow. I'm pretty sure that Barbie actually owns a copyright on that specific brand of pink that they use. Oh, I'll bet. So I almost wonder if like these guys could get sued. Maybe it's an off pink. Maybe it's, maybe, maybe maybe it's, it's one, one hue, shade off. Yeah, one Pantone number off. If I held it next <laughs> to a box, I bet I could tell. Yeah. Well, then let's wait till next March. When we finally get our weird Barbie, yes, that we ordered right after the movie came out, oh and Mattel gosh, announced they were actually, and a lot of people sort of responded with "Make your own weird Barbie, you weirdo." Right. Well, <laughs> that was my that was my jokey joke yeah. too. You know, is like back in the day, you had you just had to, just like you had to rip your own your own jeans, and then all of a sudden, I got into high school, and you just went to Hollister, and they were all already ripped. Right. Who decided that? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, it's also um, cuffing season. This it is. is cuffing season now. This is where people who might n- who people who might not ordinarily consider getting together with somebody mm-hmm. start to think, "Hmm, I sure would like to Netflix and chill with Mister Gray Sweatpants over there." Yeah, and uh, well, oh, and I get it. It's those sweatpants. You know? <laughs> it's the, is Ow. it? I've heard the gray sweatpants. And here's the deal. You know me. I love mm-hmm. charcoal. I love gray. You do. And so now, when I go to Winco. Uh, at 2 a.m. on a Sunday morning, I do. I feel like a piece of meat. Yeah. I feel like I'm being you do. ogled and be maybe fair, even Googled. It's even better if you wear them and only them, if you know what I mean. I don't. No undies. Commando style. <laughs> if you're going commando. Yeah. If you're going John Ham. Yeah. If you're yes. going full ham. <laughs> yeah. The John Ham with his full ham. Jeez, please. That guy is. Uh, <laughs> He's swinging. I mean, <laughs> all I'm going to say is good for him. <laughs> good for him. Hashtag blessed. Good for you, buddy. Uh, yeah, and then cuffing season either results in, it culminates on Valentine's Day one way or another. Yeah. Either you break up with her right beforehand or, you know, you got to take the next step. Which is so messed up. On February 14th. No, I, I, hear, I disagree. What? You don't have to take the next the next step at that point. Okay. Or even if you do, that's when you just immediately get out of it. Mm-hmm. You know? So let's say you've been dating for... Well, I'm saying that could be a next step. Hey, right. honey, I want to take the next step. You're absolutely right. I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fair. <laughs> that's the next step. Yeah, it that's is. That's a next step. It is. It is. <laughs> um, but anyway, so anyone who breaks up with their girlfriend right before Valentine's Day... She's already put plans in place. Yeah. Even if you think you're doing it early enough, you are incorrect, sir. Yeah, okay? you're. I think you're a heel yeah. if, if you pull that. Kind of like Halloween, even <laughs> though it's just candy. It's either yeah. candy or drinking or both if you're lucky. I could go get a bag <laughs> of Snickers anytime. And that's also like, you know, when the chicks go out in their cute little slutty Halloween costumes. Yeah, why is everything sexy now? Sexy nurse, Sometimes sexy... you can do it right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, mainly because... Uh, beauty is fleeting, and we gotta enjoy it while we can. Oh, absolutely! You know? No, look, no, I'm not. I'm and not frankly, I will sexy never. costume shaming. <laughs> no, I will never complain about sexy costumes. In oh fact, no, people are too sexy. How horrible! We have been invited to a Halloween party, and the theme is mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Hookers and drag queens, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So does that mean I have to put oh. some lipstick on this pig? <laughs> I does that mean I have to? I mean. It would be if, we're going, if we're have going you, with the theme. Okay. Have you seen those parties that are uh, dress as your SO parties? No. They look hilarious. <laughs> so there are so many TikToks that you can see and they're like people streaming into the door and it's, you know, a dude dressed up as his wife and then right behind him is his tiny little wife in his big old clothes. It's so funny. I mean, we could do that. <laughs> I think I'd have to funny. find a dress that fits me. I wouldn't yeah. want to destroy any of your dresses (laughs) i'm sure i've got something we could make work i was kind of thinking that we were going to wear our normal halloween costumes to the party which i'm going to go as batgirl well yeah i think (laughs) isn't it true that correct me if i'm wrong here but if you're hosting a halloween party and you suggest a theme i suppose it depends on how many people you're inviting Mm -hmm. from which circle or circles of yours Mm -hmm. but you even if you suggest a theme you don't fully expect them to knowing that there are a few Halloween parties and festivities going on. Right. You don't like discredit them or fault them for not going with your theme. As long as they show up in a costume or even just a obligatory, hey, how's it going? Can I come in? 
And then you move your, you know, masquerade mask with a handle yeah, is what yeah. I'm miming. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. Right? Right. Like, as long as you, if you show up in jeans and a t-shirt, you know, maybe you need to step up your game a little bit. A little. See if they invite you next year. You know, and it kind of <laughs> sucks because, like, as an adult, it's so hard to find somewhere to wear your costume to. Mm-hmm. And I love Halloween. Halloween is indeed my favorite holiday. I know you love Christmas, and I get it. Christmas is magical. The, the thing is, they're not mutually exclusive. So when people say, oh, you can't spend this much time on this holiday because this other... What? I don't, I'm not saying that. You know I'm thinking I, about Christmas in July anyway. Of course. Probably because of the mattress store sales. That too. <laughs> but mainly, I'm just saying like, Halloween is such a nice holiday because the only person you have to worry about is yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Right. You know? Unlike Christmas and Easter and everything else, like... Even Thanksgiving, you have to think about all the other people at the table. On Halloween, you can just choose a costume for yourself, go out, get drunk, you know, and that's your that's your holiday. You've celebrated it. On candy. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, you've done it. You've done Halloween. I, oh, it's also cinnamon pine cone season. Oh, the only person you have to think about other than yourself is the children. Think of the children. Yeah. Turn the light off <laughs> so they don't bug you. Yeah. <laughs> Cinnamon pine cone season at Winco. Mm-hmm. And we were together, weren't we? When we oh, walked yeah. in and I was just like. Pfft. Oh, before you yeah, even hit the, the door. Stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. All right. Sorry. I, I choked on my own breath. <laughs> but yeah, even before you get to the door, you can smell them wafting it at yeah. you. It's amazing. They're so good. My neighbor already has a pumpkin out. And I think that's a little ridiculous. On October 1st, like, I think that's prematurely jack-o'-lantern how dare you (laughs) (laughs) but we okay but spirit halloween is open in the uh bed bath and beyond a bullshit uh location yes and they're only using like you kind of get a because you can see the walls now that they've gutted the store you can see oh um they must have had a back room Mm -hmm. and oh they're only using like a third of the store i'd say half for spirit halloween but they've got a bunch of cool stuff mm-hmm. we're rolling the video their animatronics were rad really cool anima- so good i mean walt disney's jaw would drop yeah. if he saw that you know for 3.99 you can get the mars attack martian right uh that says ack 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 and shoots lasers at you yeah you know because that was cutting edge technology in the 60s oh of course 50s even when he was building disneyland yeah dude one <laughs> of those it's a small a small world people probably cost three thousand dollars i actually um saw some kids like actually get scared but you, you step on the pressure pad and the <laughs> thing comes up and ah! yeah so i actually asked the cashier when we were when we were leaving uh, i was like i heard a scream in the background ah! <laughs> and uh, i was like always a good sign <laughs> and i was like I bet you hear that all day, every day. And she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. One thing that I thought was really neat about Spirit Halloween was that all of the costumes actually seemed like something that people would choose to wear. I've been seeing a lot of ads lately for like online costume shops where they've got like really random stuff like Pioneer Girl, (laughs) Colonial Buttermaid, you know, and it's like, I can't think of anyone who is like... Yeah, I definitely want to be a colonial buttermaid this Halloween. You know, May- maybe, maybe somebody's having a pioneer themed. You're right. Halloween party. I actually, I literally had someone come into my store today and ask for a Prince Philip costume, and I was like, first off, I'm not a costume shop. How of, dare you? Of the royal British family, Prince Philip? No, from oh. Sleeping Beauty. Okay, <laughs> but like, she explained to me that she and her friends were doing the fairies Aurora and Prince Philip, and I was like, I'm sorry, did you forget that Maleficent existed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, as soon as I said that, she was like, oh yeah, that's kind of a good point. And I was like, dude, just be like, I couldn't find a Prince Philip costume. I guess I'd be, oh no, I have to be like the cool bad bitch of the group. How terrible. <laughs> Maybe try worldofdisney.com. Right. That's the, that's the big website, I think, uh-huh. for costumes like that. But the point I'm getting at is everything in Spirit Halloween, I was like, okay, someone would choose to be that. They were very like... Yeah, they were very popular, streamlined costumes. And I also thought it was a little weird that the Barbie section in the the Barbie section in the adult section was so small. It was almost non-existent. We like we had to hunt for it. They had more Demon Slayer costumes mm-hmm. than they had Barbie costumes. So somebody right. at Spirit Halloween Incorporated Inc. LLC that co uh-huh. um 
totally called that wrong. They were probably, oh, this Barbie movie's going to be a flop. It'll be a side note in history. Biggest movie of the year. Bam. Right. Right. Well, and the funny thing is that there was a whole end cap on the kids one that was like eye catching and it had like, you know, printouts and stuff. Like they'd obviously put so much more effort into the kid side of it than the adult side of it. Yeah. When like the people who were going were adults. Yeah. Adults wanted to see the Barbie movie, <laughs> you know? And that's going to be like the biggest couples costume of the year. Just like when Suicide Squad came out. Barbie it was, and Ken. Yeah, just like when Harley Suicide... Harley and Joker. Exactly. Yeah. I can't believe that they squandered that opportunity. It's too bad Jared Leto's performance wasn't as good as his appearance. <gasps> because I really like that version, that stylized version of the Joker. Oh, I did. I thought I thought he was perfect. He had a little meth mouth going on. Like, he looked very, you know... 21st century. <laughs> I mean, a little a little too much in my opinion. It was kind of depressing though to see Spirit Halloween in yet another former beloved East Idaho retail store. You know I what? remember when they were in the Toys R Us building and I oh, had the sad That one was big sad. Time. That I think a couple sad. years in a row, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah. But I will say I knew that Bed Bath & Beyond was failing when I went to look for a spoon rest and they had one option in four colors and that's it. Where else would you find a spoon rest in the entire city of Idaho Falls? Yeah, that's it. Nowhere. Maybe Rush's Kitchen Supply, but didn't we go there too? Actually, I don't know if we did. We went there for something. That's where you got my knife for Christmas. Uh Uh-huh. And that's where I... I, Well, no, that's where I went to look for my ramekins, but didn't find the exact ones they wanted. Maybe we did go there. I'm a saucy boy. I like the (laughs) sauce. Like when I Mm -hmm. put frozen chicken wings in the air fryer Mm -hmm. and I take them out, I want to have like five sauces in front of me. Oh, yeah. And... To dip at your leisure. Exactly. Yeah. So I make the wings naked and then every bite gets its Mm -hmm. own sauce and I just... Go around the world, baby. Yeah, yeah. And I had to have these special little shallow glass. And they don't even call them ramekins. They call them like dessert cups. Right. Or like you put dumb. just a little, yeah. Or mixing cups or something. Right. Yeah. But they're for sauce. Of course. What else would they be for? And I have 11 of them because I broke one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you ruined one with uh, Rango's water too. Oh, yeah. I, I can see LR that. It's going to be fine. Good yeah. as new. Don't but worry about that. technically... You could say you have 10, which is now an even number again. Exactly. I'll just go break one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, point is, when I like that's when I knew they were going to fail was when every time I went there, I couldn't find anything near what I was looking for. Yeah. There was a book that came out, I think, in 08 or so, and it was by the editor-in-chief of Wired Magazine, Chris Somebody. I'll hazard a guess and say Anderson. Mm-hmm. And the name of the book, again, one of those things where I just read the title and didn't have to read the book. But he talked about how uh, it was called The Long Tale, Why or How the Future of American Business is Selling Less of More. And he mm. did, one big example he used was iTunes and how they had a billion songs and, it, and each one had been downloaded at least once. Mm-hmm. So I think that as consumers... We're, I don't want to say spoiled, because I think this is exactly how it should go. Mm-hmm. We have more and more choice, and brick and mortar stores are going because they don't know what to stock. Right. We're so specific now. Yeah. We want to match our exact aesthetic. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Do you have this fair. plate in rose gold? No? Okay, I'll just go to Amazon then. And I'm right. guilty of it too. Oh, how can, how can you not be? I end up having to make my own spoon rest. That's I right. I couldn't even find one on Amazon. We went to possibly Picasso. For my birthday. For your B-Day. <laughs> yeah. You painted your own, mm-hmm. and it looks fabulous. It, it's, it's you know what? It's as good as I could do, and it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad at all. Yeah. Let's blaze through the follow-ups from last week. We talked about Jonathan Cox breaking the world record for most base jumps off of Perrine Bridge and Twin Falls. When pigs fly, when cocks fly. <laughs> anyway, I didn't realize how special the Perrine Bridge is. It is the only legal base jumping destination in the United States that's open year round. That's it? That's That's, the one place. It's the one place, and it's in Twin Falls, Idaho. Right here in Idaho, folks. The other place is Fayetteville, West Virginia, the New River Uh Gorge Bridge. Wait, I thought- And it's not open year-round. 
Oh. So, oh. So Perrine Bridge in Twin Falls, if you're into base jumping, you crazy person. Right. Is the only place you can go. And it's like two hours that way. That you way? know, I have to assume that someone who base jumps is like not asking to die, but okay with dying. Like they've made their peace. I'm sure they understand the risks involved. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and you've seen like I bet I I would hope they have a goodwill. In the last few years, those parkour dudes that hop from the top of one building in Hong Kong to the other or whatever, a few of them have died doing that. Well, yeah, and I know those guys don't have a goodwill in place. Yeah. You, can, you can tell by their pants. No, they're 22. Yeah. Right. And they're gonna live they, forever. Exactly. They think they're invincible until they don't. Oh, that's so sad. So anyway, you know, we we do try to focus on and stop and appreciate it when we recognize our area for having something exclusive in the world. Last week was Ironport. Yeah. And I just want to mention, yeah, the Perrine Bridge is so cool. And also, Ironport is so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. You can watch our last episode in case you're wondering what we're talking about. I don't about. even really like cola, but I love Ironport. Oh, and the only Pacha on YouTube comments, hey, head over to Shaka's over by the airport. They have Ironport, and the sandwich hut there has Eros. Oh! Okay. Well, now I feel stupid. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, if it's just right there. I'll drive clear out to the west side for an iron port in it any It kind of is clear out nowadays. I used to live way over there, you know, so it was like a hop, skip, and a jump. I could walk there, yeah, but now, yeah. no. It's well, we so talked hard. about how Idaho Falls used to be a 10-minute town. Now it's a 15, mm-hmm. and I would even argue getting close to an, a 20-minute town. Right. Where, you know, you, what I mean by that is... When you prepare to depart from something or plan on a trip somewhere, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I got to allow myself 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It takes me 18 minutes to get to my haircut place. Wild. So, yeah. and I, and you know, she's on the extreme west side, like behind her house is nothing but field. Yeah. And I'm on the, I don't want to say extreme, but pretty close to the extreme east side, mm-hmm. you know, kind of Thunder Ridge area. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, sojourn all the way to Shaka's for an iron port and an hero. It's that good. I mean, that sounds like a meal for a meal fit for a king, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The way we talk, yeah. I can't believe we haven't done it yet. I Well, now that we know, <laughs> I can't believe it took the last pacha this long to say something. Yeah. What a jerk. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turd. <laughs> Carly may know this person. Don't worry about it. And may have a long history of... <laughs> Flipping shit back and forth. <laughs> All right. Oh, and there, the other question was, did you go to Primordial we at Frightmares at Lagoon? Because that's the hot new coaster this year, right? I know. And I'm so pissed. Because we went to Nintendo World this year, which was the first year it was open. And it was a At big, Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah. And it was so cool. Yeah. And I was so excited to go on Primordial. And then we saw that the line was like two hours long. Oh. And, we, and there's no fast passes or VIP no. side entrance. No. And like, that's the thing. We're there for the kids. And my Mm. parents didn't want to go on. So my brother and I snuck away to go on the cannibal. Mm -hmm. And my parents weren't going to do that. My mom was not going to let the kids do that. So, (laughs) you know, we like, basically what happened was we went on the cannibal. My brother was like, oh my God, I'm going to poop my pants. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) And then uh, we got off of it. And I was like, hey, you want to go to Primordial? And he's like, uh, that line's too long, and I've got kids to go back to. Right, yeah. So we could not, which was a bummer. Mer, mer. I could, I, you know, I kind of, I could have and maybe should have just left him alone like I did when I went to the beer garden. Because they've got a beer garden now, which is crazy. The Lagoon is following suit yeah. uh, from Disneyland. Disneyland now offering uh, cheer beer, I, th- I think like pretty low percentage. Yeah. Like White Claw. Right. In oh, their yeah, good. Star Wars Galaxy Edge Cantina place, mm-hmm. right, yeah. right. Interesting. Anyway, so uh, we went. I went in there for a minute because I was sort of told to scope out the place, and then nothing came of that. But whatever. Uh, and I was like, basically, I should have just gone to Primordial by myself too. But also, I was there for the kids, and I was done for the day. Right. So, you know. I wonder when Lagoon in in a hundred years from now. Mm-hmm. Or 20. When they start selling their own branded weed, you know, will it be Colossus Cr- uh, Kush? Ooh, Wicked Weed. Wicked Weed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do they cannibal have to- cannabis? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, you came up with so many in Disneyland. I'm so glad that I'm making up for some of that. My favorite was Donald Dank. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. One other follow-up. Two, well, okay, two. Which one do you want to talk about first? The sequel to Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> or can we go down Mikey's little rabbit hole about aliens in the atomic bomb again for the last time this podcast? Let's do aliens in the atomic bomb first. I'll get rid of that real quick. Okay, here we go. Okay. I mentioned how isn't it funny that the Trinity site featured in Oppenheimer, uh, you know, where we set off the first atomic bomb at least to our knowledge in the modern age, mm-hmm. on July 16th, 1945. Uh-huh. And then Roswell, which is only, I mean, from a otherworldly perspective. A hop, skip, and a jump. <laughs> it's in the same place. It's two yeah. hours and 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, 240 miles away. I mean, yeah, if you've got a spaceship. My point is, if yeah. you're approaching from the upper atmosphere, yeah. Roswell and the Trinity site are basically in the same place. Mm-hmm. They're both in New Mexico, 240 miles away from each other. Almost two years later to the day, July 8th, 1947, was Roswell. Okay, okay. Uh, the one thing I didn't mention that has an Idaho connection is this. There was, before Roswell, on uh-huh. June 24th, 1947, there was a pilot heading from someplace in Washington to Yakima, Washington. Okay. And passing Mount Rainier and saw what he believed to be nine spaceships, I think. And that's when they coined the term flying saucer was because of this pilot, Kenneth Arnold's experience. Of course, his name was Kenneth. Flying right. (laughs) He is Knuff. (laughs) I don't know why, but that just sounds like such a pilot name. He's not just Ken. He's so much more than that. Pilot Ken. (laughs) Anyway, so... So that June 24th, 1947 kicked off this entire flying disc craze. And there were like 800 reports in between the time Kenneth flew by Mount Rainier and reported to see flying saucers and Roswell happening. Mm-hmm. Here's where it gets even more wild. Um, in 1962, he won the Republican Party's nomination for Lieutenant Governor of Idaho because he's from Idaho. And he lost in the general election. But isn't that crazy? I love that he's like, I saw aliens. And then like five years later, he's like, I want to be your governor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he Lieutenant has, governor. <laughs> I don't know why he has a southern accent when he's from Idaho, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> the very first dude to That's report <laughs> UFOs or now UAPs in the modern era hmm. was a pilot from Idaho. All right. That's funny. How hmm. about that? And you know, I've heard some people pronounce it Mount Rainier. Rainier beer. <laughs> Ever remember those commercials? I don't. Those are great. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't really pay much attention to beer commercials ever because I, I don't like the taste. I think it tastes like bread. They have a beer a called... Way. I love bread. It's like Seattle's version of Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> like and it is. It's like drinking soda. a loaf of bread. <laughs> it's bread yep. soda. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Gross. In terms of calories, too, that's true. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, now... This follow-up, and it's the last, Mm -hmm. you blew my mind when you said, because I told you I was an Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. We've watched Cats. Yes. Well, and not only that, you hadn't seen the 1996 version of Cats. That is so good. It's good. It's so good. You can watch it on Broadway HD. Now, speaking of Broadway HD, (sighs) you love Broadway musicals more than I do, which also blows my mind. (laughs) <laughs> but you're, you're like, hey, Mike, did you know there's a sequel to Phantom of the Opera? Would you care to explain this? Why, yes, I would. Because <laughs> I had no idea. Um, so I actually heard of it first on a YouTube channel by one Lindsay Elias uh, on her series, Musical Hell, where she <laughs> talks about all of the horrible things about particular musicals. And it's great, by the way. Okay. I heard about it on her series, Musical Hell, and it is indeed hell. In the best possible way. I love... Here's the thing. As much as I love good movies and good musicals, I love bad musicals because they're so fun to rip apart. Now, I don't know if we've said the name yet, so let's say the name. Um, Phantom of the Opera came out, what, 84? Do I have that right? 
ish, eighty three, like some somewhere in the eighties for okay. sure. And with then, that guitar solo, the dun, 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 yeah, dun, yeah, dun, 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 that's eighties baby. And then Love Never Dies came out two thousand and something. Oh, it was like two thousand ten. Yeah, something so wild. Several years later, when Andrew Lloyd Webber didn't mm-hmm. need the money for yeah. a sequel. Sir Andrew, you know he'd what? already been knighted by that point. I kind of wonder if it was like 2013 or something really wild like that, like really relatively recently. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah. the events of this sequel called mm-hmm. Love Never Dies, you can Google it right now, uh-huh. they are take- supposed to have taken place 10 years after the events of the original mm-hmm. musical. And just completely negate everything that was said in the first one. I tell you what, let's talk about it so much that we will reveal spoilers because it is so bad. So if you don't want the spoilers and you do want to watch it, go ahead and forward 30 seconds four times. So it's revealed that the Phantom and Christine made love. (laughs) Which never dies. And had a baby. Yeah. And then Christine shows up 10 years later in New York. In Coney Island. Coney Island. Because, of course, they had to add the freak show uh, aspect to it, which also, yeah. you're telling me that the Phantom, who was traumatized to the point of like being a murderer and a creep, was, like by being in a freak show, he was like, you know what I should do? I should go buy a freak show. <laughs> I should go hang out with the freaks. Like he, Hey, find your tribe, bro. Well, don't go where you're tolerated. Go where you're celebrated. (laughs) Well, yeah, but there's finding your tribe, and then there's like uh, perpetuating perpetuating the cycle of abuse. You know? Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying. He literally was like, "I'm such a bad person. Everyone hates me. My life is horrible. All because I was in a freak show." And then he's like, "You know what I should do? I should go start a freak show." (laughs) Like, dude, dude, that is the definition of a kid who gets hit and then. Turns into a dad who hits his kids. Okay, okay. You know? Hurt people, hurt people is yeah, what you're saying. Dude, totally. Well, and then and then he sort of like tricks Christine into joining his production of the thing. Right. And then is the boy really the Phantoms? Well, that's the thing. He hears her son playing the piano and Christine's like, oh, he's a prodigy. And he's like, he's a prodigy like me. He must be my son. No paternity test needed. Right. You yeah. Know? It's established like, then at that point. That yeah. And he's like, he's 10 years old. We we did, boned. We did things. You, ten- you boned this phantom 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Which also, by the way, the sequel completely ruins the prequel, the actual fan of the, of the opera, because the whole point, the whole yeah, reason he like lets JK her go. Yeah, this sounds like J.K. Rowling wrote this. <laughs> the whole reason he lets her go is because she kisses him and shows him that he can be loved. If they boned, why would that make any sense? Why would that have any impact on him? It would not, dear reader. It would not. You've got Broadway HD. I you do. love it. I and do. you used it <laughs> to subject me <laughs> to, to this. the terror. <laughs> and, and you know what? I'm going to say I kind of enjoyed it. Oh, it was fun. Here's the thing that I. If you didn't. turn off your brain, it's great. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it was. It was a Friday night, and we were just looking for something to do. Mm-hmm. We weren't really... We we had already lowered our expectations. Oh, yeah. But... um, You know, it was sort of like uh, science... Help me out. Science movie theater? Science? Mystery, Mystery Science Theater 3000. I'm so mad I couldn't think of that myself. MST3K. It was just like yeah. Mystery Science Theater 3000, where really, we were watching it, and we were just shitting on it the entire time. And that's we what made it fun and funny. We were. We should have filmed that. That would yeah. have been more entertaining. You know what? Next time, we will. The we'll thing do is, a Mystery though, Science Theater version of IFAF. It, it wasn't... It didn't have bad acting. It didn't... I mean, it's still Broadway level. Exactly. It was yeah. still broad, Broadway level. But here's what I didn't hear in any of those. And as a you know former radio person, programmer, mm-hmm. you got to hear the hook, man. Right. You got to hear the hook. Just like Blues Traveler Hook, when they mm-hmm. say the hook brings mm-hmm. you back, mm-hmm. you got to hear the something that's as compelling and dynamic as... Yeah. Yeah. And they they, mocked, they did mock that a little bit. They had a tiny they trill call, of it. They did a callback. A tiny trill of it. A yeah. musical callback. And to that's that. it. You know? But <laughs> yeah. they had no running theme. They had no real motifs for each character. Nothing like that. 
Long stretched out. Anywho, I <laughs> uh, hope you had a blessed general conference weekend this past weekend. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the takeaways yet, but I'll I'll, I'll read the digest. Yeah. Because there's like two two-hour sessions, two days in a row. and Back when I was a kid, that was my favorite time. Oh, yeah? Oh, by far. Why? Because it was church in your pajamas. <laughs> and it was double church in your pajamas. Right. You know? So you, were, get, you were just racking up the points. I was, mm-hmm. yeah. With the church, with God. Yeah. I mean, to be in fair. In your pajamas. If I was really doing it good... I would have been in my Sunday best, even in my own house. But do they really? Do they recommend uh, dressing up for GC? No, as a matter of fact, okay. I, I've never had that uh, recommended to me. I feel like most people actually even are like, yeah, like take a break, get comfy, take a load off, and really listen. And this happens twice but, a year, just like the Oppenheimer House. <laughs> yes, yeah, at as a Trinity times site, in the year too, April and October. Yeah, yeah, first weekend in April, first weekend in October. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remembered it was always around spring forward and fall back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which also fall back apparently is until like November 5th. Yeah. Because they, they moved it back. Why? Because they're idiots. They should obliterate the whole thing. It's yes, stupid. I don't agree. get me started on daylight saving time. But yeah. We don't I, need it anymore. I Even farmers don't want it anymore. Even pure, raw, ruthless, relentless capitalists don't want it anymore. It's so It makes so n- bad. zero sense. It causes traffic accidents. It messes with people's schedule. I actually have an even better idea. Yeah. I think we should only fall back. We do it once a year and we just shift the day <laughs> just keep back by an back. hour until we're nocturnal. <laughs> okay. Listen, once we're, once we're nocturnal, then we can fight the vampires. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm, or even better. Like Nanda or De Laurentiis. <laughs> or even better, then we can join them, <laughs> you know? We can get into that circadian rhythm, and then we can all be vampires, and we can have human farms like they're chickens. It is that time of year again. <laughs> it is. It's that time of Here's year again. Thing. I get all of my energy at night. Bite and suck on someone you love today. <laughs> That sounds so dirty if taken out of context. That sounds like those dice that you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That you buy at Spencer's. <laughs> okay. Anyway. You point... know, when the marriage is failing, yeah. Oh. Well, maybe it's just because you want to have fun. <laughs> or just starting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Like, you're just starting, so you don't know what to do. So you're like, can someone just tell me? And you buy dice to tell you. Newlyweds <laughs> on their wedding night. Oh. Yeah. I think we should just knock it back until we're all nocturnal. Because honestly... I can't do this morning thing that people do. I my circadian rhythm is completely off from normal people. Yeah, well, you've it, seen me. I get my like weird little hyper mode right at like eleven p.m. Night people really get screwed. Uh, I think reputationally mm-hmm. because they're night people. Right. You know, you're you're not a true, full, productive member of society unless you're up at four a.m. making your bed, even if your wife's still in it. At the gym, get that bread. Yeah, keeping it one hundred. Right. Mm, guess what? I am keeping it one hundred at eleven fifty nine p.m. Yeah. every night. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's bullshit, man. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay, so back to general conference. Yeah, because it was just early enough, but just late enough, so you, you could sleep in for church and get on, you could get up just in time for general conference yeah. and just sit in your PJs with your little notebook. Yeah, I picture families hanging out and there's the smell of maybe cinnamon rolls or orange rolls or pancakes and bacon Mm -hmm. because mom and dad got up at the real time to go to church, but like, oh, we've got another hour. Let's make breakfast. Mm -hmm. And and you're just sitting there in front of general conference, pouring maple syrup on your pancakes and mixing and dipping your bacon in it and just thinking, oh, sacrilegious. (laughs) (laughs) I will say Or something like that My family never did that (laughs) Like at best I would have a stale roll Left over from Saturday night's dinner Some cold leftover cold pizza Yeah 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 Um, But you know it it was still fun Yeah Because it was in your PJs it's cozy Sure In your house Sure You know Um, And you know Sunday's always kind of a production You have to get dressed and go in And sit down and see all the people And they all see you and half the time you have to put on partic- your game face and you have to participate you have to get up and you have to sing mm-hmm. this way you sit get- down stand up fight 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 right yeah this way you get to just enjoy right you know and uh maybe this is sacrilegious i actually went on a date for general conference one year what 
I know it sounds weird. <laughs> he and I were both Mormon, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, we wanted a, an excuse to hang out together. So he was like, "Hey, you know what we should do? Let's watch General Conference together." <laughs> it's kind of funny saying. I don't that. know. Two birds, <laughs> one stone. It seems efficient to me. Right. Right. Yeah. But also, and then your union is already blessed by right. the Lord. The thing is, uh, he was a young 20-something-year-old, and uh, he had one of those love sacks in his living room. Oh, I remember love sacks. Uh-huh. And that was it. Oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah. That was like, his only furniture, and his TV was on cinder blocks? Uh, I think it was on one of those plastic dressers <laughs> that you can get yeah. along. Yeah, wow. It, it, probably was, it was probably on the ground, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but anyway, all he had was a love sack. So we sat on the love sack to watch General Conference, and we were like kind of chatting as we watched and stuff, but we, <laughs> we both ended up just... Napping <laughs> instead because they're so damn comfortable. They are. If you, I wonder, are they, <laughs> they still really are. are they still in business? I if you're if you're wondering what we're I, talking I about, I feel like I just saw them. I believe that Love Sacks came into prominence. I don't know when they started, but I know I got one in '04. Oh yeah, maybe '05. Like they became big in like 2010. Okay. You know? All right. And they were they were these luxurious bean bags with these covers. Mm-hmm. You could buy leopard print covers and right. Barbie of covers. You could. And, yeah. And but they were filled with memory foam instead mm-hmm. of those little beads. Yeah. And so they were just so comfy. They were. So I did listen to a little bit of general conference while mm-hmm. I was driving to Palisades to see the fall colors. Yeah. Here's some video. I'm so sad I was working and could not join you. A little time lapse from Palisades Dam. And I was going to go all the way to Alpine, but then I didn't because I didn't want to. That just seems like a lot of work. I saw enough colors, but look what happened. I took this random turnoff and I could pretty much drive into the lake, drive into the reservoir. I don't know what this is. Is it an old boat launch or something? Maybe you outdoor enthusiasts can tell me because I'm an avid indoorsman. Yeah. But I drove up. Right to the water's edge. It's so that you can, um, as you're driving up, you can untie your kayak from inside the car. Yeah. And you can stop very suddenly and it'll it'll end up in the water and then you just like swim out to it. I don't know why that just surprised and thrilled me so, Mm -hmm. but it, it was cool. The fall colors are there. Here's just a pro tip for the transplants. The locals already know this. And the local, the transplants will hear stories of how the locals fondly remember going to Swan Valley to get the square ice cream. Yeah. However, the transplants who don't know will see the sign 9.7 miles out. And I know because it's on a grain silo, a giant sign that says ice cream and pizza, uh, 9.7 miles on the right. Now, nothing against, I believe it's for Sundays, as in ice cream sundays so it ends mm-hmm. with an ae instead of a y yeah um or an ay the place you want to go if you want to have the experience that the locals had 10 20 years ago in their childhood when i was a kid is the one on the left swan valley used to be exactly one intersection in mm-hmm. fact i i still don't think they have a stoplight was there a stoplight i don't think there was probably not but Swan Valley is is where you go, and then right at that intersection, you have to choose which way to Jackson Hole, Wyoming you want to go. Do you want to go through the pass or around? Mm-hmm. And in the winter, you probably want to go around. Mm-hmm. But Barry's Rainy Creek Store is the store that serves the square ice cream mm-hmm. that the locals remember. And by the way, you could just go to your local grocery store and get Farr's ice cream because that's what they serve. <laughs> well, yeah, the scooper is square. That's it. If All you, you need is far as ice cream and a square scoop. <laughs> hey, look, it's an hour. Okay, it's an hour. I don't want to exaggerate. It's an hour and 15 minutes to, from Idaho Falls to the major intersection of Swan Valley. Mm-hmm. The first one you come to, you'll be like, oh, this must be it. You're right. And it is. And Swan Valley's coming up. I know. They have, a, they have brand new construction, apartments, general stores mm-hmm. and stuff. Right. But the one you want, if you want to experience what the locals talk about fondly, is Barry's Rainy Creek. Even though the server at the place I went to said, I hear that Sunday's ice cream is better. (laughs) So now maybe we got to go do a taste test. I don't know. I love that. That's a good idea. And I don't think Sunday's is open year round. It's just a little shack, basically. Man, it's too bad they can't like get Reed's Dairy ice cream up there, too. Right. You know, like ship it in. Or Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some Maricone Dream. 
(laughs) Yes, that's what I'm a product of marketing. And that's why Mm -hmm. I wonder about the future of Barry's Rainy Creek store is it's always in capitalistic America, the one with the best marketing wins. Right. Okay. So there's that one restaurant that's next to the gas station by Sherry's by the highway. I think it's Cedric's. I could be wrong. But when you get gas at that gas station, you can see at the back of the restaurant a sign that says square ice cream sold here. Oh. And I've never tried to buy some, but I kind of want to know if they sell square ice cream right here in town. I kind of want to know what the benefit of a a square ice cream scoop is. The novelty. That's it. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You can't fit a square ice cream scoop in a round cone. And then somebody did. Right. Because America. Uh Uh-huh. We do, right. what we, want. we do what we want. Anyway, the, the leaves were like great. Punks. I think, it, you know, if you're feeling bad that you missed it, I don't think you did. I think you could probably go this weekend mm-hmm. and they might even be better. Right. Um, but here's my impression of driving to see the fall leaves. Ooh, yellow. Oh, hey, orange. Ooh, red. Oh, there's a little green there. So I'm thinking it's maybe <laughs> not about the destination. It's about the journey. Right. Packing up the kids, mm-hmm. going. But you do have to go past the Rainy Creek store to see the good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, to really see the... And again, I, I drove, what, 10 miles past Palisades Dam, I think. Seems like we... Oh, Doom. Yes. The haunted attraction on First Street mm-hmm. we went this week. That was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Now, uh, there's no... We honored the no flash photography and no video rule. We almost didn't, but we were good. Couple shots, <laughs> obviously, of outside. And then the mm-hmm. dancers inside while you're waiting in the queue, because they only send through, what, four to eight people at a time. Uh-huh. So your group can go and have your own personalized experience. Although by the end... The previous group was catching up with us, and I didn't feel like we were that slow. We were a little slow. Maybe but we were. I, I, yeah, I think the two ahead of us were kind of, you know, pushing you and I back. You were, yeah. you were certainly meandering. You were taking the sights. I was right in the middle, and I was like, "Can we hurry this up and get away from the spooky stuff?" Well, and I okay, mm-hmm. and, and I want to give them mad props because mm-hmm. I don't, you know, there's there's two kind of dudes that go to haunted houses. <laughs> Um, one, the, the macho guy mm-hmm. that's like, nothing scares me. Right. And then the guy that's just there to be with his date when she gets scared. <laughs> right? right. And I did get scared at least once. Yeah. At least once me. there was a jump scare that completely surprised me. And I screamed mm-hmm. like a little girl. <laughs> oh, I did a Scooby-Doo run for a second. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like high knees and everything. Someone like leapt out from somewhere and I was like. <laughs> but there was also like, you know, the rest of our group in, in front of me. And I was like, I can't go anywhere. So it was just right there in place. <laughs> I'm impressed with how long it took to get through. Right. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking 10 and it was maybe 15 or Something like it felt like a good twenty to me. Yeah, it it was definitely um, worth the money for the entertainment. Right, for sure, yeah. for sure. And the animatronics. Can we talk about how good those were? Like there were some of those that I feel didn't necessarily exactly rival Disney, but like. But they were better than Spirit Halloween. Yeah, well, like they were pro grade. Yes, movements. They, and, they were really, really yeah. good. You know, and a couple of them like. Uh, they were these ones that like would jump out at you, which I was not expecting because it's an animatronic. They're not supposed to be able to do that to you. And not just jumping out at you, but jumping out at you farther than you thought they were going to. Right. That that kind of surprised those me. Spoiler were, alert. Those ones were spooky. Yeah. Oh, and there was that one really, really big one. You'll know when, when you see it. Oh, yeah. Me. That one was impressive. Well, there, there's a few big ones, but the but big, big one. The big one. It was big. Yeah. Holy guacamole, that thing. <laughs> I couldn't believe that something like that could I I I almost have to think that they like created it themselves cuz I can't imagine that someone manufactures those. Oh, I can. I mean Well, yeah, but also like for what? <laughs> with what we saw at Spirit Halloween. Yeah, that's true. Well, and people get really into Halloween, which I love. Yeah. Like I have neighbors who have like two inflatables and lights and stuff like that, and I'm like I don't have anything up because I'm lame and also it's September. <laughs> so I actually was a dancer at Doom back when it was Dr. Slaughter's. Oh, yeah. So you used to do that. I did. Oh. Yeah. I would volunteer at at Dr. Slaughter's every Halloween when I was in high school, <laughs> which kind of gives away my age a little bit, but you know, it's fine. 
But yeah, I always had such a great time. And when I finally became a dancer, because at one point I was just the guy on the tricycle. And at one point when I was the guy on the tricycle, I totally hit the like wall next to the door instead of getting in the door, which uh, it was I very don't know funny. What you mean by guy on the tricycle? Uh, jigsaw. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You had the mask and everything. Yeah, I did. I did. But you I couldn't wear my glasses. I couldn't wear my glasses under the mask. And I was a little nerd girl who had glasses. Uh, so I couldn't see. <laughs> Very well. So I would have to hit points exactly right on the floor. And if my tape or anything got messed up, I would hit the wall. And one time something got messed up and I couldn't see quite right. And I hit the wall. And it was really funny because I had to like back it up with my feet to get back in the door. And it was just shameful. It was so sad. I I think about it a lot at 3 a.m. when I'm trying to fall asleep. While we're talking about haunted attractions, I've already seen people asking questions about Christmas attractions, including, hey, do they still do they? do they still do Candy Cane Lane? And the answer is no. Uh, if you're wondering, it's Hartert Hart Hart Drive in Idaho Falls, basically the by Dance the corner of Lane. Sunnyside and Holmes. It's sort of this J-shaped street. Because it's got a curve toward the end. So candy cane. One one could even say it's candy cane shaped. Yeah. And then at the end, across the street, used to be, I'm going to say, Pam and Tim Collings' house. And they moved. They sold their house. Aww. And they would go all out. So at the very end, you'd have this real big eye candy across the across homes mm-hmm. to the on the west. And... Um, yeah, so hey, neighborhood. Any neighborhood want to sign up to be the new destination for Christmas lights? Now's the time. Oh, even better. Does a neighborhood want to do that for Halloween? Now's the time. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what I want to see. That's when you can get real fun and creative. Yeah. You know, Christmas has its bounds. You can only go so big for Christmas. Halloween, Halloween, you can mess stuff up. And in Utah, they used... Okay, so there's Nightmare on 13th. I think that was the original big one where they fully committed, you know, mm-hmm. built a... Or, you know, took possession of a abandoned building, mm-hmm. made it a thing, and it was only open for a month or two out of the year. Right. And then there was the Rocky Point Horror House. And Ooh. that's the only note that I would give Doom is, after a while, the strobe lights... Maybe I sound like an old person when I said the strobe lights were just too much. And <laughs> I, I get it. I was disoriented. It did the trick. And then you <laughs> did it 10 more times. Right. But at least one of the haunted houses, mm-hmm. uh, there, there was one that had a dude and he and he loved it, by the way. Mm-hmm. You, might, you might, this might sound exploitative or something, but he was in a horrible car accident or something. Oh. And his body was cut in half. But he lived. <laughs> Yeah, and so he was a torso and arms and a head, and I'm sure a person. Okay. Well, no, I, it sounds horrifying. <laughs> You're sure he? he, he was a per- yeah, he, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I want to add that. Yeah, I'm not just speaking yeah. about his body. <laughs> yeah, but um, he loved it because he would, you know, I actually talked to him after because I was I was in radio, you know, for seven years in Salt yeah. Lake, and I talked to him afterwards. And I was like, dude, what on earth? And you know, he gave me his life story. And, uh, but yeah, he would, he would walk around on his hands and chase people, <laughs> right? Like, okay, that does sound and I think fun. there were fake entrails, you know, <laughs> behind him or something. So, so they should have hired him for the walking dead. Well, right. And I, and I, I don't know if there's anybody like that here who, I mean, I suppose if you really wanted to criticize this. If you've this, been horribly maimed, right, <laughs> sign up to be a Halloween feature here in IF. <laughs> I get how it sounds. <laughs> it does. But that guy really experienced joy yeah. fulfilling a purpose that only he could fulfill, really. I mean, really, he made the best out of a bad situation. One thing that at least deserves an honorable mention solely because of the name. We talked last week about how we love names with puns in them mm-hmm. there's Oktoberfest <laughs> in rexburg go to rexburgarts.com uh, there's a harvest celebration speedy spud 5k and mashed potato mile spuds and songs dinner fundraiser that kind of thing oh that sounds fun also we can't not mention the fact that hillcrest high school choir was invited to sing with foreigner on stage uh on the uh, on the chorus of i want to know what love is whoa okay that's pretty cool that's really cool 
Now, I wasn't able to make it to Florida. I, everybody I know just had a great time. But that sure is something for their resume. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of those kids, the rest yeah. of their life is staying with Foreigner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not technically Foreigner. No original <laughs> members, not even Mick Jones, the sure. guitarist. Here I go. Here yeah. I go again. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, what's my weakness? Men. <laughs> oh, remember I told you that gay guy um, hit on me at the Sting VIP thing we went to? Yes. He looked at my coat and he he was up. I, I was getting us beverages mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, he came up and he said, I just had to come and see your jacket because it's so Burberry, but mm-hmm. um, it's not, is it? And I said, no, it's H&M. And he's like, oh, honey, I get it. Wear it once and throw it away. Am I right? Yeah. I said, wearing the jacket for the second year in a row. Can I just say, (laughs) that's that's kind of a backhanded compliment. But I loved it. I loved it. No, I would love to get to know him more. No, hear me out, though. It looks like Burberry, but but it's not, is it, you poor person? I can tell by looking at you that you're poor. Well, (laughs) we're both at the same place at the same time. (laughs) I know. And but I just loved his just Jack cattiness, <laughs> right? And I, I mean, for a minute, I felt like part of his club, and it really yeah. made me feel good, and it was very nice. So that is nice. You will never watch this, but thank you <laughs> for that. Yeah, that was kind of your birthday gift to yourself that I also kind of got to piggyback on. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Yeah, I I love Sting. He's seventy one years old. You'd never guess it. He ripped. Just oh ripped. He had I'm a- like, goals, bro. His son was on stage with him at one point, and I yes. was like, oh, who's the dad? Who's the son? Yeah. You know? Yeah, because his son had handsomely graying hair. Yeah. And it was just, it was. I'm just saying. It was so great. Of course, the encore was Roxanne. Of course. Um, which, by the way, is not my favorite. I just, I never really liked that song, but the way they do it in Moulin Rouge. Oh, I know. Amaze. Yeah. But yeah, it was totally worth it. Um, so I spent a ton of money for top tier tickets, like way too much. Uh-huh. And then only 5,500 people attended. It was the, at the USANA Amphitheater, an outdoor amphitheater. Mm-hmm. I was like, why didn't he come to the Mountain America Center? Right. In Idaho he Falls. He was so close. So close. People would come up here. If you're going to do Salt Lake, then you're going to do Boise. And if you're going to do Salt Lake and Boise, now you might as well come to Idaho Falls. Right. Google concert routing. Because that's what bands, when given the choice, or any musician or artist, when given the choice of doing two dates in two days, Mm -hmm. and then you ask if you can add a third, they're like, yeah. Right. I'm there anyway. Yeah. So I really do think that because of routing, the Portneuf Health Trust Amphitheater in Pocatello and the Mountain Mm -hmm. America Center in Idaho Falls are going to benefit because we live so close to the... Do you know the joke I'm about- I was going to say, two venues with way too long of names. <laughs> right. Now, do I know the joke about- Do you know the joke about Idaho having three capitals? I'll put the Idaho L <laughs> on my forehead where it belongs. <laughs> Idaho has three capitals. Boise, mm-hmm. Spokane, and Salt Lake City. <laughs> so if you're going to come to two out of the three, you <laughs> might as well come here and perform, but it was well, like I said. I think Idaho Falls is becoming a, de- a destination city. I'm just saying that's what they will have you believe. They mm-hmm. just changed the branding of the Idaho Falls Visitors Center to the Visit Idaho Falls Center. Uh huh. But yeah, instead of being a gateway to Yellowstone, now we mm-hmm. are our own destination, and yeah. let's go with that. Yeah, I I'll like go it. with that. I'll, I'll buy into that. Idaho Falls rocks. Idaho Falls Airport, by the way, uh, having some parking lot adjustments. But they just got a grant to the tune of nearly a million dollars, so we might have more flights to L.A., so yay. Oh, that'd be nice, and hopefully they'll be like a little cheaper. Oh, and while we're at it, uh, the Civic Center, the Idaho Falls Civic Center for the Performing Arts, formerly the Civic, Civic Auditorium, the one that's attached to Idaho Falls High School, announced a new name and plans to expand and renovate the Idaho Falls Civic Center. How is that a new name? Oh, the space will now be called the Frontier Center for the Performing Arts. I hate it. Oh, Frontier Credit Union. Okay. All these credit unions are spending money. I'm glad they're spending the money. I think that's great. I hate the name. Frontier now, Center partial. for the Performing Arts. I, I'll get used to it. Just like you, like it was the Delta Center. Oh, no. Now it's the Vivint Arena. Now uh, it's the Delta Center again. Here's the thing. <laughs> I still call it the West Bank. You know, I still call it the Green Belt. Yeah. Here's the thing. The Civic was my second home. Mm. My entire childhood. 
my grandpa ran the Civic, and then my dad ran the Civic, and if there was any good goodness or justice in the world, I would run the Civic, but... Nepotism can't happen, dang it. <laughs> yeah, when's the, when's the torch going to be passed? Right. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, if my nephew could take it over, that'd be amazing. <laughs> you know, something like that. But yeah, like that was my home away from home for forever. I know every inch of that place. I don't you know. I don't hate it. Frontier Center for the Performing Arts. Oh, it's a Frontier It's, it's uh, It doesn't roll off the lips just yet, but give me time. I just like calling it the Civic. It's the Civic. Anyway. That's where you go. I don't know. They're going to expand the front. I probably will never get used to it. And here's the thing. My dad has been so excited about them expanding the front of it for so long. You know, hopefully it'll include main floor bathrooms. Just a note. Right. Also, here's the thing. My dad, I think, has been a pretty big advocate for this for the longest time because he, like me, loves this building. Well, and they just so they just renovated a couple of years ago, like the ins, the the, mm-hmm. the place where the audience sits. Yeah. But they didn't do much to the back and they didn't do much to the front. Right. And now they're going to do the front. Uh-huh. But the front, the facade, that's classic, man. It is. It is. But I like the idea of where they're going what they're going to do with it. Okay. Cuz the whole idea is that they're going to expand it to have a little bit of like conference, reception, etc. type of areas cuz um matter of fact, my brother had his wedding at the Civic and the only place to have the reception was in the lobby, oh. which is fine, but it doesn't feel like a reception hall. It feels like a lobby. It does, yeah. <laughs> you know. And um it's nice to think that it'll, it'll have a space like the Willard Art Center, like the uh, Colonial does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it'll have that extra swanky little space where you can do all kinds of fun swanky activities, like have art galleries and weddings and uh, poetry readings, you know, and stuff like that. Now, even though we're talking about this in the fall of 2023, it's not going to really, you're not going to see it till the fall of 2026. Yeah. So here we go. Three years. Just, I mean, we were talking about the Mac for 12, 15 years mm-hmm. before it, we actually got to go to an event there. Well, and every construction project always takes longer than it says it will. So, right. you know. One last thing. Fall Brew is happening Saturday, October 21st, downtown Idaho Falls at the Broadway Plaza. Do you know what the Broadway Plaza is, Carl? Because I, I, like I sure did. Yeah. No, it's the space in between. Lucy's Pizza and Smoking oh, Fins. Where they have the little skating rink. It's the little plaza that later yeah. this year, yeah, will be a skating rink. Cute. In between, yeah, the, I, the Ribbon Chop House and Smoking Fins. I mean, it's not really on Broadway, though, but whatever. It's it's off Broadway, slightly <laughs> off Broadway. Fall Semantics. Brew, Saturday, October 21st, 1 to 5. We'll see you there. If you've ever wanted to walk around downtown Idaho Falls, inebriated, this is for you. <laughs> And you didn't do that on your 21st. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's the 21st. Um, We also want to leave you with a guy named Joshua Worrell. Let's call him Josh. Let's call him Cookie Monster. In fact, let's call him Cookie Monster, not with the hard R, (laughs) Cookie Monster 208 or Mr. 208. He's got a few handles Mm -hmm. because I think there's already a Cookie Monster. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this guy is a local boy. He's in Idaho Falls. He made an album. I've listened to it. I like it. It's sort of got, do you remember when Everlast from House of Pain came out with his song, What It's Like, 1997, 98, depressing lyrics, but it had sort of a an acoustic guitar and a nice backbeat, and it was pretty chill. Real strong Everlast vibes. And if I know anything about music and fashion being on a 25-year cycle, it's about time for this guy. Mm-hmm. Really nice guy. So, I, t- I just saw him on Facebook and I was instantly magnetized because he seems so sincere mm-hmm. and he has fully committed to Idaho. He's got the Idaho chain around his neck. He's got the Idaho tat on his belly. Then he mentioned, I'm going to drop my new video. The song is called Idaho and we're going to play it for you as we exit here. So you can see it just mm-hmm. beautifully done, by the way. Right. It looks great. It you- looks super fr- Super profesh. Yeah, super pro. Unlike us. Unlike this show. (laughs) (laughs) There is one part of his video that I think is very on theme for this season. Uh, It's the part where he becomes nothing but a floating head, and it's very spooky. Wait, what? Oh, that's a camouflage joke, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you can contact, you hit him up on Facebook. If you like this video, this music, hit him up on Facebook. He's got a whole album. 
And I think it's like family friendly. I think he was like thug and hood for a minute. But uh-huh. but this is more of a family friendly album, if I understood correctly. Okay, that's that's kind of nice. That, that, that's so sweet. You can get the album for 10 bucks when you hit him up. I mean, look, he's a small artist just getting started. Hit him up on Facebook. Support local. Yeah. And enjoy this video. And you know what, Josh? For being so committed and so in love with Idaho, just like we are, you are IFAF of the week. Yeah, boy. Represent. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here exactly. You're so good at gang signs. I'm Mike Nelson. Remember, now's the time to start your vanilla. If you're giving it away at Christmas, now's the time to run to the liquor store, grab some vodka, be embarrassed. Coincidentally, right after general conference, <laughs> you'll see your best friend walking in as you're walking out. Of course. You won't say anything to each other. Sort of like when you go to see a movie on Sunday. Anyway, sort of like when you fart in the cell while your friend's outside. <laughs> Now's the time to start your vanilla extract, kids, if you want to give it away for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally like white rum. Oh, as can a base. you do that? Yeah. Oh. First off, no one can stop you from doing anything you want, really. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Ayn Rand. <laughs> and I'm Carly Morgan, and it will always be the Civic to me. Civic. Green Belt. The Red Lion. West Bank. Red Lion. Old Ernst Building. Kmart. <laughs> Cookie Monster 208. Enjoy. Out here in Idaho, potatoes ain't the only thing we grow. I know a place that we can go to help you ease your mind and soul. Out here in Idaho, you'll find children Find a field full of buffalo Ain't in no hurry, so I'm riding slow, riding slow I'm from Idaho I hunt deer, I hunt antelope With just an arrow and my hickory bow And I love fishing when the river's low I was born and raised in the woods. I spent most of my days shotguns, pumping pistols, banging, putting food on the table. I was felt so amazed. As a kid, learned to live off the land. Early in the morning, putting worms in the can, fishing all night, turned a kid to a man. It was seen till we got a whole bag. That's a plan. That's what I call keeping cool. When I was younger, going fishing every day after school. Sometimes I ride a four wheeler, other times a mule. One thing about my mama is she never raised a fool. I love the mountains, I love the lakes, I love the rivers, love catching them snakes. I'm Idaho, I'm too aware, I love the sun and the color that it makes. Out here in Idaho, potatoes ain't the only thing we grow. I know a place that we can go to help you ease your mind and soul. I'm from Idaho.